The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope all of your news is good news. Why? Because it's Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, September 27th, 2022, Tuesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2, and Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the Memorial of St. Vincent de Paul, born in 1580, the deathbed confession of a dying servant opened his eyes to the crying spiritual needs of the peasantry of France. The Countess de Gandhi, whose servant he had helped, persuaded her husband to endow and support a group of missionaries who would work among poor tenant farmers and country people in general. Vincent, after working for some time in Paris among imprisoned galley slaves, returned to be the leader of what is now known as the Congregation of the Mission, or the Vincentians. These priests take vows of poverty, chastity, obedience, and stability and they are to devote themselves entirely to the people in smaller towns and villages. Later, Vincent established confraternities of charity for the spiritual and physical relief of the poor and sick of each parish. From these came the Daughters of Charity, whose convent is the sick room, whose chapel is the parish church, whose cloister is the streets of the city. St. Vincent de Paul died in 1660, Pope Leo XIII made him the patron of all charitable societies. Outstanding among these, of course, is the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, founded in 1833. St. Vincent de Paul, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person may be legally abolished in every country. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, My guardian angel, intercede for me. On a few occasions, the gospel tells us that Jesus was resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem. At times, it says that he fixed his face toward Jerusalem, that he was on his way there. This was his purpose because he knew that it is in Jerusalem that he would be tried and condemned to death and where he would suffer his passion and then rise on the third day. 
It's also where he would ascend into heaven. That was his whole purpose. I've got to get to the holy city, he was thinking. He had already been introduced to the crowds in the first half of the gospel, but now he was just resolute. He could not stop and consider other things along the road. Now, on the way, he encountered the hostility of the Samaritans, and that's what we see in today's gospel. Who were these people? Well, these were the descendants of those Jews who had intermarried with Gentiles in the region after the Assyrian captivity in the 8th century BC. They had mixed uh, the traditions of Moses with some local superstitious practices, and they even built their own temple on Mount Gerasim in opposition to that temple in Jerusalem. So there had long been bad blood between them and the Jews. Now I can imagine that when the apostles arrived there in this Samaritan village, probably there were a few nasty words exchanged, maybe some insults, it wasn't very pleasant. And the apostles were not only ticked off, but they were positively angry with these rather odd people. Just thinking of the fact that they had dared to refuse the sacred temple in Jerusalem, that just made their blood boil. Plus, Jesus was precisely on his way to the holy temple in Jerusalem, not to some cheap imitation that was really just like a tourist trap for ignorant pilgrims. It was like one of those toxic Twitter exchanges we see on social media. But now, this one-upmanship, well, it just took a really hostile tone. Now, we usually think of John as this, you know, this meek and gentle young apostle who rested on the Lord's breast at the Last, last Supper. Well, that was at the very end of Jesus' life. Before that, <laughs> he and his brother could easily just lose it when they were contradicted. Thank God they had enough filter that they were able to ask permission to Jesus about destroying the Samaritans by sending down fire on them. I mean, that's what they wanted. They wanted to destroy this place. It was like their, their moment in the limelight to send an atomic bomb on their enemies. And I'm sure that they expected the Lord to second their zeal. They were positively excited about getting the okay from Jesus so that they could just cream the Samaritans right there on the spot. But instead, Jesus rebuked them. He basically told them to tone it down. Let's leave these people be. Let's go to another village. Well, thank you, Jesus, for giving them this criteria of peace and forgiveness and serenity. It was really this that, and many other exchanges, that led them to become more gentle, more understanding, and above all, capable of controlling their own anger. They eventually changed for the better. And why is that? Well, before all those exchanges with Jesus, they had not really reached their full human potential. You could say the same with Peter, and even later on with St. Paul. Well, I've heard one way of explaining this. It's called head trash. What is head trash? Well, head trash, 
I read this uh, in a contemporary writer. Head trash is a collection of negative thoughts, of self-defeating mind habits, competitive attitudes, comparisons, and many other thoughts that take you away from the here and now. Head trash leads you into these self-limiting patterns of behavior like self-criticism, micromanaging others, insecurity, judging yourself and others, procrastination, arrogance, paranoia, anger, fear, and even unresolved guilt. Sometimes we deposit this trash in our minds, and sometimes other people deposit it in our heads. You may have head trash that has been there for most of your life, and head trash that you've collected also today. Either way, it's time to take out the trash. Anytime you feel stuck, trapped, or in a rut, or just plain mad, the obstacle, at least in part, is probably this head trash. It's a form of self-sabotage. We just do it to ourselves. And other people, like the Samaritans, may contribute. But we have more control over our thoughts than anything else in our lives or in this world. We make ourselves and design our lives with our own thoughts. Because thought determines action, and action determines character. And your character, well, that's your destiny. It all begins with the seed of thought. Self-sabotage is one of the greatest sources of unhappiness in our lives. We sabotage our relationships, personal finances, career, health, and so many aspects of our lives when we engage head trash. Well, on that day, John and James were engaging in head trash. It was poisoning everything. Imagine thinking that it's a good thing to bomb an entire village because you didn't agree with them. It's a voice of negativity. It's toxic. And the problem is, we believe it, and we dialogue with it. Perhaps you're on your way now to work, right now. Maybe you started to dialogue with it about some colleague, about your spouse, or about some group out there that you condemn. That is dialogue with head trash. Don't dialogue with it. Just go to another town, like Jesus recommended. And remember that head trash functions as a form of sabotage. It makes us want to be right all the time in all things. It's like we need to be right. Sometimes we'd rather be right than happy. We'd rather be right than successful. We'd rather be right than live a life to the fullest. We'd rather be right than forgive and be cheerful. But we will fail in order to prove a point. The desire to be right over other goods, that is pure head trash. Let's see if we can just dispose of it. We can start by speaking to Jesus more. 
He's, he's like one of those trash disposal machines. People have those in their kitchen. And, well, for many, they're like unsung heroes of the home. Apparently, they help to cut down the amount of this stinky waste that ends up in the trash. And they help keep your kitchen clean and odor-free. They say these machines are motorized and they just like powerfully pulverize the food scraps and all the waste into these tiny little particles and they're washed away in the water, in the sink. That's what happens when we really get to know Jesus, his sacred heart, his loving heart. And when we pray and let him dispose of all our anger and all our hostilities. It's like this pulverizing disposal machine. I think that's what happened to John and James. They were like changed men by the end of their lives, purified, forgiving and peaceful, knowing truly how to love, but only after lots of time spent in dialogue and listening to you, Lord. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour. This is Daybreak. We celebrate today St. Vincent de Paul. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Time to get praying. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth will, will proclaim your praise. praise. Let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. 
Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil, for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act so that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish.
the patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. 
his steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man, a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians. Conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ. If you do, whether I come and see you myself or hear about your behavior from a distance, it will be clear that you are standing firm in unity of spirit and exerting yourselves with one accord For the faith of the gospel. Do not be intimidated by your opponents in any situation. Their opposition foreshadows downfall for them, but salvation for you. All this is as God intends, for it is your special privilege to take Christ's part, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Yours is the same struggle as mine, the one in which you formerly saw me engaged and now hear that I am caught up. In the name of the encouragement you owe me in Christ, in the name of the solace that love can give, of fellowship in spirit, compassion, and pity, I beg you, make my joy complete by your unanimity, possessing the one love united in spirit and ideals. Never act out of rivalry or conceit. Rather, let all parties think humbly of themselves as superior to themselves, each of you looking to others' interests rather than his own. Your attitude must be that of Christ's. Though he was in the form of God, He did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself, 
and took the form of a slave, being born in the likeness of men. He was known to be of human estate, and it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Because of this, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name above every other name. So that at Jesus' name, every knee must bend. In the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord. The Word of the Lord. Christ bore our sins on the cross so that we might die to sin and live a life of holiness. Through his death, death, he broke the power of the the devil, the prince prince of of death. Our faith rests on Jesus, who endured the cross for the sake of the joy that lay before him. Through his death, he broke the power of the devil, the prince of death. A reading from a writing by St. Vincent de Paul, priest. Even though the poor are often rough and unrefined, we must not judge them from external appearances, nor from the mental gifts they seem to have received. On the contrary, if you consider the poor in the light of faith, then you will observe that they are taking the place of the Son of God who chose to be poor. Although in his passion he almost lost the appearance of a man, and was considered a fool by the Gentiles and a stumbling block by the Jews, he showed them that his mission was to preach to the poor. He sent me to preach the good news to the poor. We also ought to have this same spirit and imitate Christ's actions, that is, we must take care of the poor, console them, help them, support their cause. Since Christ willed to be born poor, He chose for himself disciples who were poor. He made himself the servant of the poor and shared their poverty. He went so far as to say that he would consider every deed which either helps or harms the poor as done for or against himself. Since God surely loves the poor, he also loves those who love the poor. For when one person holds another dear, he also includes in his affection anyone who loves or serves the one he loves. That is why we hope that God will love us for the sake of the poor. So when we visit the poor and needy, we try to be understanding where they are concerned. We sympathize with them so fully that we can echo Paul's words, I have become all things to all men. Therefore, we must try to be stirred by our neighbor's worries and distress. We must beg God to pour into our hearts sentiments of pity and compassion, and to fill them again and again with these dispositions. It is our duty to prefer the service of the poor to everything else, and to offer such service as quickly as possible. If a needy person requires medicine or other help during prayer time, do whatever has to be done with peace of mind. Offer the deed to God as your prayer. 
Do not become upset or feel guilty because you interrupted your prayer to serve the poor. God is not neglected if you leave him for such service. One of God's works is merely interrupted so that another can be carried out. So when you leave prayer to serve some poor person, remember that this very service is performed for God. Charity is certainly greater than any rule. Moreover, all rules must lead to charity. Since she is a noble mistress, we must do whatever she commands. With renewed devotion, then, we must serve the poor, especially outcasts and beggars. They have been given to us as our masters and patrons. Though I am not bound to anyone, I became a slave to all. To the weak, I became weak. I became all things to all men, that that I might at least save some. I was the eyes for the blind and feet for the lame. I was a father to the poor. I became all things to all men, that I might at least save some. Let us pray. O God, who for the relief of the poor and the formation of the clergy endowed the priest St. Vincent de Paul with apostolic virtues, grant, we pray, that a fire with the same spirit we may love what he loved and put into practice what he taught. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes. On Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Vincent de Paul. I'm Paul Sadek, and today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we find out why Jesus called James and John the sons of thunder from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When the days drew near for him to be received up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him, who went and entered a village of the Samaritans, to make ready for him. But the people would not receive him, because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to bid fire come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, we might say that the Holy Spirit is the unsung hero of the Holy Trinity. We may be unaware of it, but he's always working on us and always helping us. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. In the wake of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit completed the formation of those who had been chosen to be the supporting pillars of the Church in spite of their frailties. 
Since that time, the Holy Spirit has not ceased to operate in the souls of Christians of every epoch. The inspirations of the Holy Spirit occasionally affect us as fast as lightning, that we be generous in some small mortification, that we be patient in the face of adversity, that we control our senses. At other times, the Holy Spirit acts directly to inspire some good. He speaks to us through the advice we receive in spiritual direction, through events in our lives, through the impressive example of another person, through reading a good book. The Holy Spirit wants to lay in the edifice of my life the stone which is there and then needed. God has great plans for us, but they will only be realized with our docile cooperation. Everything has been ordered, permitted, decreed by our Father God so that we may achieve holiness. It is for this very reason that we have been created. This is the way in which we are to find happiness on earth and in heaven. Pain, suffering, and failure are permitted by God so that we might never lose sight of our last end. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. God never stops loving us. Whether he gives us consolations or permits us to experience affliction, suffering, poverty, or failure, even more, God never loves me more than when he sends me suffering. This is a divine caress for which we should be grateful. In today's Gospel, St. Luke reminds us of how determined Jesus was to go up to Jerusalem where the cross awaited him. St. John did not change in an instant, nor even after receiving the rebuke of the Lord, but he did not become discouraged by his failings. He stayed by the side of the Lord, and grace did the rest. This is what God asks of each one of us. With the passing of years, the apostle remembered this event, as well as other occasions when he was far from being in tune with the spirit of the Master. He recalled the patience Jesus had with him, how many times he had to begin again. This recognition served to deepen his love for Jesus. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O oh, send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O oh God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts, and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord, send send forth forth your your light and your your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep Keep us us safe all the days of our lives. Once I said, in the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion, he breaks all my bones. Day and night, you give me over to torment. Like a swallow, I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction, when you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, Your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. 
The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows. You level it, soften it with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. Abundance flows in your steps. In the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy. The meadows covered with flocks. The valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy. Yes, they sing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have have set set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Vincent consoled the sorrowful, defended the rights of orphans, and generously aided widows. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight. All the days of our life, you, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Vincent consoled the sorrowful, defended the rights of orphans, and generously aided widows. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who for the relief of the poor and the formation of the clergy endowed the priest St. Vincent de Paul with apostolic virtues, grant, we pray, that afire with the same spirit we may love what he loved and put into practice what he taught. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a couple of minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.